This episode is sponsored by The Word of the Lord Endures Forever. Welcome to another installment of Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Roseborough. I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the channel that compares what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. So Brian Houston, um, disgraced former head pastor, leader of Hillsong Church. Do you know that he's still preaching? He's still making the rounds. And unfortunately, there are people who are promoting him still as a pastor, uh, like a visiting pastor. But the question I have is, does he biblically meet the qualifications of a pastor? Should he be preaching at all? Of course, you're going to note, uh, <clears throat> you know, this is, a, this is a spoiler alert. No, he shouldn't be preaching at all. In fact, it's really sad because the messages that he's preaching show that he has not engaged in any kind of introspective repentance regarding the evil that he has done. And I'm not talking about his father's, uh, you, know, you know, covering up his father's crimes. That's a whole other issue. Uh, in fact, if you were to just compare uh, the deeds of, of uh, Brian Houston to the scriptural qualifications of a pastor— you'll see that uh, he falls short in many ways. In fact, we'll look at that today. So what we're going to do, let me whirl up the desktop. Uh, you know, the photograph I took at uh, California Adventures uh, this past summer. <sighs> see, again, uh, it was warmer then. <laughs> It is here in North Dakota right now. I, I'm, I'm going to lament the cold of North Dakota for a while. Uh, sorry, but uh, whinging is part of uh, the things that I do here. But uh, let me uh, pull up my web browser. And we're going to head over to Awaken Church. On October 25th of this year, 2023, Brian Houston preached the sermon at Awaken Church. And he was introduced as a visiting Pastor, We're going to listen to part of this message, and we're going to note just how far off it is. And then we're going to also review the biblical qualifications for a pastor. Aside from being a man, that is actually a requirement. Uh, a, a pastor has to be a guy. Uh, scripture is very clear on this. And no, it isn't because the Apostle Paul was part of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. That's because it's a command of Christ. So what we're going to see, although he is a man, he still doesn't meet the qualifications. In fact... Scripture is very clear that many men do not meet the qualifications of a pastor. And my question that I'm going to kind of pose to you now is, did Brian Houston ever meet the qualifications of a pastor? Hmm. So, a <clears throat> lot to cover today. So, let's go ahead and start the sermon, and uh, and we'll see where this is going to go. He's going to start off by talking about Dubai. It, you know, I, why, I don't know, but he's going to. Let's see what he does. Dubai! Anyone here ever been to Dubai? I see some hands no. going up. I see that hand. Is there another? So, Dubai, of course, is in the Middle East. It's a very modern city. And, and there it is. October 25th. 2023, Brian Houston, guest pastor. Okay, maybe we should do our biblical work up front. <laughs> 
I don't think you're going to complain if we do. I just, we haven't even gotten it far, far enough into this, and already I've got to challenge some things. So let's do this. We're going to take a look at two texts as it relates to the qualifications of a pastor. And we're going to note that both of these, they, they dovetail each other beautifully. And Brian Houston doesn't meet the qualifications. So let's take a look. First Timothy chapter 3. This saying is trustworthy if anyone aspires to the office of overseer. He, yes, that's right, he desires a noble task. Therefore, an overseer, listen to the qualifications, must be above reproach. And an overseer here is the same is the same office as a pastor. That's what we're talking about here. He, the, the overseer must be above reproach, husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not a drunkard, not violent, uh, not uh, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. We'll talk about that one in a minute. Not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well, with all dignity, keeping his children submissive. For if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care for God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become puffed up with conceit and fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must be well thought of by outsiders. Well thought of by outsiders. In order for somebody to be a pastor, you know, it, you, you can't have somebody that the world is going to sit there and go, what? That, that guy's a pastor? Holy smokes. How, how many documentaries have been released over the past couple of years airing all of the dirty laundry of Hillsong? Not merely Carla Lentz, but the Hillsong culture itself. We'll, we'll note that this that Hillsong is a tarnished brand. It is now a brand synonymous with greed, a uh, 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 brand synonymous with scandal, a uh, brand synonymous with, um, well, anything but Christian moral values, okay? And so a pastor must be well thought of by outsiders so that he may not fall into disgrace, yet Brian Houston has, and into a snare of the devil. Next text, similar to it, is found in Titus chapter 1. Same idea. These are the qualifications for pastors. These are from the pastoral epistles. This is why I left you in Crete, Titus, so that you might put what remained in order and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. If anyone is above reproach, note the similarity here. Husband of one wife. Yeah, husband. He's got to be a dude. His children are believers, not open to the charge of debauchery or insubordination. For an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but he must be hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine. He must be able to rightly handle God's word and also to rebuke those who contradict it. So note, drunkard shows up um, twice. Okay, these are things that are not permitted. All of that being said, let's let's do a little bit of you know testing to see if Brian Houston meets the biblical qualifications to be a pastor. I don't think he ever did. I want to make that clear. But here, Awakened Church just had him preaching there, and they introduced him and promoted him as a guest pastor. Okay. So we've seen the biblical qualifications for a pastor. Let's 
do a peruse down memory lane. Now, if you are familiar at all with some of the scandals related to Hillsong, then you'll note that Brian Houston recently went on trial and was found not guilty of covering up his father's uh, serial pedophile acts, okay? Uh, so, you know, we can say with certainty, August 17th, 2023, Brian Houston found not guilty of hiding father's sexual abuse. He did not commit a crime. So that's what was found in Australia regarding Brian Houston. And people at this point will say, well, there he goes. He's been exonerated so he can preach. And um, no, that's not going to happen. That, that shouldn't be happening because this is just one problem. So you can put that into the win, ta uh, win category for, for Brian Houston. He fought the charges that he had covered up his father's uh, crimes and the court found that he did not. Okay, so that narrative is debunked. But there's so much more to the story. Let, let, let me explain. So back in March 23rd of 2022, listen to the headline. And by the way, we are on the Christian Post website. This is not a mainstream media outlet. And it says this, Hillsong Church founder Brian Houston resigns after revelation of misconduct. Okay, so you'll note that although Brian Houston has been exonerated regarding covering up his father's uh, sexual crimes against children, um, Brian Houston had his own problems and he was forced to resign after revelation of misconduct. Let me read a little bit, shall we? So Hillsong Church founder Brian Houston has formally resigned as global senior pastor in the wake of recent revelations that two women made serious complaints of misconduct against him in the last 10 years, officials announced on Wednesday. Uh, one of those women, he ended up in her hotel room. Brian Houston ended up in his in her hotel room claiming that he was inebriated or you know, you know under the influence of prescription drugs or something and what happened in there no one is really sure but uh, you know at least no one in the you know outside of the Hillsong organization but that was one of the complaints uh, so uh, so Hillsong issued this statement we like to advise that Pastor Brian Houston has resigned as global senior pastor of Hillsong Church and the board has accepted his resignation a statement from the Hillsong Church Global and Australian boards published on the Global Mega Church's website okay now there's more to the story okay watch this Brian Houston then in November th November 3rd of 2022 how many months later so he was uh, he was he resigned back in March of 2022 and you know half a year later Brian Houston blames Hillsong board statements for resignation and then he insisted he is not an alcoholic okay now, in the wake of all of this, he had to sell his house in us in Sydney, and I think he sold it for like four point five million. Uh, you know, and, and here's the thing: he bought it, you know, decades earlier for only something in the hundreds of thousands, less than two hundred thousand Australian decades earlier. So, I mean, he made a pretty good. That was a good investment. So you can't just basically accuse him of saying that he's up to nefariousness because his house, when he sold it, was worth. 4.5 million Australian dollars when he sold it. So, you know, keep that in mind. I mean, it, 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 it he purchased it at a reasonable cost decades ago and then sold it. But again, there's more 
to the story. And this is the thing. When it comes to the qualifications of a pastor, you have to make proper distinctions. And so he insisted that he wasn't an alcoholic. And rather than own up to the fact that he resigned, he instead plays the victim card in November of 2020, in November of 2022, basically claiming that the reason why he had to resign from Hillsong was because of the misinformation spread by Hillsong's board of directors. Okay, but a quote, note this, he insists he is not an alcoholic. Okay. March 29th, 2023. Again, Christian Post. This is not a secular media outlet. Hillsong Church founder Brian Houston fighting DUR, DUI charge in California. So Brian Houston, after selling his house and after getting, by the way, $350,000 a year is what his retirement package is. He's, he's, you know, for the rest of his life, every year Hillsong is going to pay him $350,000. Okay. He's now landed in uh, Newport Beach, California. That's where he's living. At least that's what my research shows. He's living in Newport Beach, California, which I raised my kids in Orange County in Southern California. And I can tell you, um, uh, Newport Beach is a high rent district, so he's doing pretty well, uh, you know, for sure. But you'll note then in March of 2023, this year, he was, well, arrested for a DUI charge. Now, did he fight it? Did, did he fight it? Because remember, he said that he's not an alcoholic, okay? So the answer is, well, forthcoming, hang on. So in uh, April, April 6th of 2023, court docs, uh, which found their way over to the Christian Post, suggest that Brian Houston, when he was arrested for his DUI, that he was blackout drunk. He wasn't, it's not like he had two beers on an empty stomach and was just barely over the legal limit to drive in Southern California the the court documents actually suggest that that Brian Houston was blackout drunk um dur- you know during his DUI arrest did he fight it did he fight these charges no he didn't and here's the thing back in April uh, April 19th of 2023 the Christian Post announced this Hillsong Church founder Brian Houston pleads guilty to DUI gets probation and other penalties. So I'm just going to ask the question, according to the biblical requirements, the biblical necessary qualifications for a man to be a pastor, does Brian Houston meet those qualifications? But wait, there's more. Okay, One of the things I have noted is that Brian Houston has been one of these ear-scratching preachers. In fact, if you go through the archives of the Fighting for the Faith audio podcast, I did plenty of reviews of Brian Houston's teachings, not only at Hillsong, but at other venues around the world, and noted he was very skilled at twisting the scripture, and, uh, and most notably of scratching, itching ears. But remember, one of the qualifications listed uh, you know, has to do with not being greedy, right? Uh, not a lover of money, as, uh, as Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy 3. Well, 
Again, there's more to it. This is a commercial that aired on God TV back in the day. Tell me what you think. Is Brian Houston a lover of money? New from Pastor Brian Houston, money. There's not one person in this building who doesn't need more money. And if you say, well, I don't need more money, then I would say you have a very poor outlook on life. You'll learn why you need more money. Because money is a tool that can accomplish phenomenal things. What money can do in your hand is bless, it can help, it can build, it can increase, it can bring vision, it can strengthen. You'll learn how to get more money. And you'll learn how to have wealth without having a love for money. Poor does not have to be permanent. All the answers here, you say, well, you know, how do you know that? Because why would the scripture say, let the poor say, I am rich? It says that because they are rich in Yahweh. They are rich in the Lord. If it wasn't the will of God to break the power of poverty over people's lives. In this life-changing tape series, Pastor Brian Houston will challenge you to live according to the principles of God and see his blessing on your life. All right, we're going to pause here for a second so I can talk to you about the sponsor of this video, The Word of the Lord Endures Forever. It's a great podcast. You'll note that I've got my earbuds in, and i got to tell you, if this podcast isn't in your list of podcasts that you listen to daily, weekly, you know, regularly, you need to fix it. It is an awesome podcast, and here's the thing. Pastor Will Whedon, who hosts The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, he's not an ear scratcher. He's not somebody who tells people what they want to hear, and he knows full well the importance of confessing our sins and receiving from Christ the forgiveness of our sins and how all of the Bible, in, you know, regardless of what, which text you're preaching from, Old Testament or New Testament, finds its way and its focus back on Jesus Christ and the great things that he has done for you. So uh, you'll note, I've got it here on my phone, the, uh, the Word of the Lord Endures Forever. You can join, you can go there on their website, thewordendures.org, and then find the, you know, your favorite way to have this added to your podcast list, whichever you know whichever app you're using for your podcast and take advantage of it he's currently uh, pastor whedon right now is currently preaching or working his way through genesis chapters 5 through 11 and it's already a great study these are the chapters that deal with the flood of noah and so in and, and if you want to see how the flood of noah hooks in and points us to christ this is going to be a great series for you. And of course, they have an extensive archives of biblical texts that they've already worked for. Again, the word of the Lord, dot, uh, the word endures. There we go. The word endures.org. And um, when, you, when you start listening to this, you'll thank me later. Now, there's more to it. More to it. From the Christian Post from August 15th of 2022, Hillsong Church allegedly made large cash gifts to founder Brian Houston and his family, says lawsuit. Uh, what's been the the uh, resolution on this one? This hasn't been resolved yet. This one's still, you know, working its way. So uh, uh, here's what it says. Though Hillsong Church founder Brian Houston boasted about his denomination's record of excellence in financial accountability, globally, and unwavering commitment to financial integrity, just over a year ago, a new lawsuit filed by a suspended employee alleges that Australia-based megachurch misappropriated donations and gave large cash gifts to Houston, his family, and other church leaders. 
this person had to be protected under the laws of Australia regarding whistleblowers. So you're going to note, um, how, how do they say it? Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. So I, I think we've got some big problems here with regarding Brian Houston. So, you know, from him having to resign after uh, revelations of misconduct with two women over 10 years, um, him basically claiming, I'm not an alcoholic, and then crashing his car, being arrested for a DUI, finding out that he was blackout drunk, and then him pleading guilty to the DUI charge, pleading guilty and getting probation and other penalties, and his uh, penchant for uh, for preaching about money and basically becoming a name it and claim it, blab it and grab it guy. Uh, and then the uh, the lawsuit regarding the fact that, uh, that Hillsong um, wasn't uh, obeying the laws of Australia and there were large cash gifts given to his family and to Brian Houston and other leaders in Hillsong. Um, I don't think that uh, that Brian Houston meets the biblical qualification of pastor at all. Uh, so again, let's listen to the the, uh, the requirements. Overseer must be above reproach. Brian Houston is not husband of one wife. As far as we know, that's the case. Although the allegations of misconduct with women have to this falls under kind of sexual uh, morals here. Sober-minded, self-controlled respectable, hospitable, able to teach. He's definitely not able to do that. Not a drunkard. Um, that's um, that's uh, definitely probably not the case with him. Not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He is. Hmm. That's a huge problem. Moreover, he must be well thought of by outsiders so that he may not fall into disgrace and into a snare of the devil. Hmm. I would note uh, Brian Houston doesn't seem to meet any of the qualifications whatsoever at all. And so uh, keep that in mind. He should not be preaching. But listen carefully to this message and see if this sounds like somebody who's owning their sin, is introspective, uh, remorseful uh, for what they've done, and 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 is trusting in Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins. Let's see if that's the case as we uh, listen to a portion of this message. The airport is not only an incredibly beautiful modern airport, but it's also huge. And in that airport is the longest escalator I've ever seen. And uh, always packed with people. So one time where I was sitting in that airport, I was watching all the people on the escalator. I'm a people watcher. And, I'm, you know, I'm nosy, basically. And so there was one lady there on that escalator who just did not look comfortable at all. You could tell she'd probably never been on a moving sidewalk before. And as it went along, she just, it was evident that she wasn't happy to be on this walking, moving pavement. And then as it got closer to the end, she got more and more nervous, more and more panicky. And she started taking little steps until in the end, she just took one tiny step, one inch, off the end of the escalator and stopped. Well, no one else on the escalator could stop. And so you can imagine the scene, there were bags and bodies and people and it was carnage. And there is a moral to the story. The moral is when something's over, don't stop. Life is full of seasons. So he doesn't start off with a biblical text. He starts off with this personal anecdote from a trip that he took to Dubai, which is probably you know one of the wealthiest 
places. Yeah, it costs a lot of money to go to Dubai, and it's just kind of the playground of the the Muslim rich and other things like that. All that being said, uh, the whole point of this Dubai walkway story is that when something comes to an end, don't stop. Hmm. Interesting. Because this sounds like it's autobiographical to me, and it's going to give you a peek inside the mind and the heart of Brian Houston. Uh, And you're gonna note, there is a wake of carnage behind him. Absolutely a wake of carnage. Not because he has been sinned against, but a wake of carnage caused by his own sin. Uh, You know, the reason why Hillsong's name is now synonymous with scandal is because of Brian Houston. The reason why Hillsong hasn't hired Brian Houston back to be their senior head pastor is because of Brian Houston. Despite the fact that he was exonerated regarding covering up his father's crimes, doesn't mean that he has, he's not guilty of his own. And that's the reason, you know, that Hillsong is not saying to Brian Houston, please come back, please come back. They haven't done that. Um, Because it's his sins that tarnished the name of Hillsong. And uh, I would note in one of the, in one of the recent documentaries where uh, Carl Lentz uh, made a reappearance, Carl Lentz takes a real hard shot at Brian Houston in one of those episodes, basically saying that there's other shoes that are still going to drop. And, uh, and he's not talking about other leaders in, in Hillsong. He's talking about Brian Houston. Keep that in mind. So, um, yeah, this is interesting. Let's keep going with this message and see what his point is. Everything this side of eternity is temporary. Everything. Everything is temporary. Nothing is forever. And we have seasons in our life, and sometimes a season can come to an end. It might be the end of a particular job, or the end of college, or the end of a relationship, or the end of something else. But at times, we come to an end of an era. But what I've learned is the end of an era is not the completion of a destiny. Which biblical text are you preaching on, sir? Which biblical text teaches that the end of an era is not the completion of a destiny? What are you talking about? It's not. The best, the best is yet to come. And so- oh, good night. Is, is he really? This is embarrassing. This is really cringe. I mean, for uh, this, this is sus beyond, this is cap. <laughs> it's, sorry, I just got to throw all the words out that I can throw into this. This is a mess. Okay, the best is yet to come. Really? Which biblical text teaches this? For guys who have been exposed for being absolutely worldly and sinful beyond measure, huh? What are you talking about? And this will come up. Watch. I wonder what it is. What season in your life uh, is at that point where it can feel like it's all behind you? And of course, that's a lie of the devil to think that your best days are behind you. I mean, I'm only 69. I'm young. And (laughs) I know I don't look a day over 68, but... But truth is, I'm not wanting to be the old guy looking backwards. We've got a great decade in front of us, Bobby and I, and I'm excited about what God's got for us. By the way, I'm going to live longer than a decade. It's just that once I get over 80, I might be quite happy to, well, I don't play golf and I don't fish, so I don't know what else you do. So (laughs) all I know is seasons come to an end, and it happens in everybody's life. Bobby and I, we bought a piece of land in Sydney in 1993. Yeah, that's right. 
It was one acre. It was beautiful. It looks over a beautiful Australian bush setting. And we loved that place. And our kids grew up there. They were all teenagers in that household and all their friends would come around there. And it's just full of happy memories. And we never thought ever that we would sell that house. But sure enough, a new season earlier this year, we sold our house. Why did you have to sell your house? Tell us some of the details. Tell us about the remorse you have over the scandal, scandals that have rocked Hillsong and, and of the reproach that you've brought to the name of Christ because of your obvious sins. Please, please tell us about that because that plays into why you ended up having to sell that house that you bought in 1993. But you know, I can honestly say I drove away from there and I didn't look back. I think one of the uh. great, great secrets of life is stop looking backwards. There's a lot to thank God for. There's a lot of things that we praise God for. We keep on appreciating those things that are behind us that have set us up as a platform for what God's got ahead of us. But I want to always be the guy who, full of faith, is, has an expectation of greater things ahead. Full of faith with an expectation of greater things that are ahead. This is like Joel Osteen-esque word of faith nonsense. I, you know, I always look on the bright side of life. I'm the head, not the tail, you know, and all this kind of nonsense. What, you know what should what's missing here is any kind of awareness or even public acknowledgement of his sin. It, this is unbelievable. And remember, Earlier this year, he pled guilty on the DUI charges and the court docs show that he was blackout drunk when he was arrested for his DUI. In Jesus' name. So, some of you would know that we were pastors of a church called Hillsong and we planted that church, Bobby and I, uh, 40 years ago. Yeah, why aren't you there anymore? Hmm? 1983, 40 years ago. And again, I mean... Suddenly, two years ago, that season came to an end. Suddenly, it just came to an end. Really? Wow. Huh. (laughs) This is mind-bogglingly awful. No acknowledgement whatsoever of his own sin, of the grievous things that he's committed. It's just, well, we founded a church 40 years ago and suddenly that season came to an end. <laughs> On to the next thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. Uh, and it was not what we expected, but I have to mm. tell you, I'm still not looking backwards. I'm looking forwards. Into what- wow. I, I, I almost don't have words for this. Is this guy certifiably a narcissist? Is he incapable of recognizing the great damage that he's done to the name of Jesus and the people whose lives he's destroyed through his greed, through the corruption of the Hillsong organization? I just, well, you know, we planted a church. Eh, so that season came to an end, but I'm still looking forward to the future. My, the best is still ahead of me. What God has got in front of us. In Jesus' name. Life can be full of disappointments. You know, honestly, Mm. whether it's, I mean, there'd be... I'm sure it was an absolute disappointment when Hillsong let you go and you you left Hillsong after revelations of misconduct with two women. I'm sure that was just a big old disappointment. Yeah, yeah. 
Hmm. People here, I guarantee you, have been through the crushing disappointment of a miscarriage. Or perhaps a heartache. Or you didn't get the job. We were talking to someone just a couple of nights ago and they had interviewed for a job and waited three months. They interviewed for a job at a church and waited three months for an answer. And then eventually the answer was no, disappointing. Oh yeah, that's, see, what, what he went through, planning a church and then suddenly that season came to an end. That's just a big whopper of a disappointment. Okay. Maybe the bank said no. You're a deal breaker though. <laughs> Maybe she said no. Bobby tried to do that to me when we were just dating. Uh, she did. She actually had a prophecy. True story. She got a prophetic word from her pastor that I was second best. Yeah. True story. So I was living in a house. Yeah, uh, that's a false prophecy because you were definitely not second best. You were worse. House with nine single young guys and Bobby came around and I could tell just looking at her that something wasn't good. And so she dumped me. She only lasted three months. She realized she couldn't live without me. Which biblical text is he preaching from again? He isn't. It, this, is, this is horrible. So he's still scratching itching ears. And th th notably, that's what kind of awakened church is all about. Again, 2 Timothy uh, is going to help us out here. Again, another pastoral epistle. Can you imagine that? Uh, in, uh, uh, here's what Paul prophesies regarding the last days. Understand this, that in the last days, there will be times of difficulty. Uh, I think we're there. For people will be lovers of self. Yep, that would be the narcissists. Lovers of money. Yep. Proud. Yep. Arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. Isn't it interesting that Brian Houston legitimately fits this group that we're warned against, that would rise up in the last days? Among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women. <clears throat> Two of them, apparently, for Brian Houston, right? Uh, burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning, never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Just as Janice and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also oppose the truth. They are men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. They will not get very far. Their folly will be plain to all, as was those of those two men. And I would note that having Brian Houston preach at your church and him preaching, I mean, his folly is on display for everybody. Yet, if you know your Bible, you know this man's not qualified to teach small children in the children's uh, you know, area of your congregation. You, however, young Pastor Timothy... You have followed my teaching, you followed my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, Iconium, and at Lystra. With persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will go on from bad to worse." That sounds just like Brian Houston. Deceiving and being deceived. 
But as for you, you continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you have learned it, and how from childhood you've been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture, it is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. That's right. There isn't a good work that you would do as a Christian that God's Word, the Bible, would not prepare you for. Okay, keep that in mind. So Paul then says, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who's to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the Word. Is guest pastor Brian Houston doing that? No. Not at all. Preach the word, though. That's what pastors are supposed to do. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Four, the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. The reason why Hillsong grew as a church is because... They told people what they wanted to hear. Brian Houston was a master of an ear scratcher and ear tickler, and he's still at it today. He's not somebody who laments his own sin, confesses his need for a savior, cries out to Christ Jesus to forgive him of his trespasses, and then proclaim Christ and him crucified for your sins and mine. Instead, He doesn't confess that he's even done anything wrong. When you go back to the episode that we did uh, not not that long ago on Mike Signorelli blaming the victims of uh, of botched deliverance, you know, Mike Signorelli basically saying, "Well, if you went to an Isaiah Saldivar thing and you claimed that you were delivered, but the deliverance didn't work, it's your fault because you only repented halfway, right? You only repented partway." In that episode, I legitimately explained to you what biblical repentance is. But Brian Houston doesn't sound like David and his repentance with his sin with Bathsheba and the murder of Uriah the Hittite. Brian Houston, oddly enough, doesn't even sound like Judas, who was truly lamenting his sin. You know who Brian Houston sounds like? He sounds like King Saul. King Saul, who couldn't and wouldn't even admit, really, that he had done anything wrong, right? And he's teaching the people at Awakened Church to have that same mindset, that same mentality. When when your life comes crumbling down because of your sin, as a consequence of your sinful, rebellious decisions against God, just see it as a mere disappointment. And when you come to the end of a season, don't stop. Keep moving because your best days are still ahead of you says no biblical text ever. But here, Brian Houston, what is he doing? Well, he's fulfilling Paul's prophecy from first, uh, 2 Timothy 4. The time is coming when people will not endure sound de- teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And they will turn away from listening to the truth, and they'll wander off into myths. That's exactly what's happening here. It's really sad very tragic because I've prayed many a time for Brian Houston that God would open his eyes to his sin, that God would lead him to true repentance. And here in the wake of all of the scandals that he brought on that as a result of his sins, his having to resign from Hillsong because of two 
very credible allegations of misconduct by two women. And all of the whistleblower activity going on in the lawsuit regarding the financial shenanigans of, of Hillsong Church and the large sums of money given to Brian Houston and to Brian Houston's family members and to other leaders within Hillsong. Uh, again, watch the documentaries that are out there on Hillsong. You'll find them to be um, eye-opening, best way I can put it. But Brian Houston, he's not qualified to be a pastor. He shouldn't be preaching anywhere at all. Just keep that in mind. So hopefully you found this helpful. If so, all the information on how you can share the video is down below in the description. And I would like to quick, make a quick shout out to those of you who support Fighting for the Faith financially. You make it possible for us to do what we are doing here. And I want to personally thank you because without your financial assistance, we could not bring Fighting for the Faith to you into the world. Now, if you would like to join our crew, if you haven't already joined our crew, there's a link down below in the description of the video that will take you to our website and you can join our crew. And, and, and set it up so that you know month after month you're, you're, you're supporting us with just a little bit of money so that we can continue to do the work that we are doing. So until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ and his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen.